Hi everybody, it's me again. Hello. <laughs> I'm fired up. How's that? Yeah, yeah it's it's D again. <laughs> I know it's been a clown. Yeah. Forgive me. Yeah, it's D again with another Shokwani episode. Again, Kakungu is in the Belgian and we're pulling another one of those random yeah, you know. So yeah, now this one is going to be pref- prefaced with a question. 30 years where was this dude and then he comes his ministry just lasts for three years yet what he does is like super crazy it's like what are we to learn from his three years or should we learn something or should we learn another lesson from where he was why why was he quiet for 30 years and all much of what we know about this guy is just those three years where he comes and he even dies for people on the cross he trains 12 people you know who he hands the mantle to mm. they run with it it's like what is so significant about his life of obscurity i had to say it so yeah kakungu please help and pack this because i'm really overwhelmed it's like w- what is there to learn you know what i mean it's like why just come and be quiet for all that long was it strategy yeah or it's just madness what's that <laughs> this is uh, <laughs> No, I actually believe it is strategic. You see, right, cool. it's definitely God who orchestrated this entire thing. Uh-huh. And God is not accidental with the way he orchestrates things. You know, okay. he plans things and everything. And even Jesus' obscurity for 30 years was definitely planned. Uh-huh. And you see, Jesus is our example for pretty much everything. Uh-huh. So what can we learn from it is a very interesting question that I'm starting to unpack in my head right now. So... Bear with me as I try and put some thoughts together. Yeah, man, bring it to the lower shelf as much as you can, because some of us are dwarfed. <laughs> we need to access this info as much as you can. Yeah, so let's see. Um, God's second book is nature. If you read Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 13, it talks about how when we work, wisdom that came to Solomon did not come spontaneously. Okay, okay. He did not sit one day and say, oh yeah, God, you know, what did you ask for? This, 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 this. Okay, I want wisdom. And God just zoom wisdom into his head. And now he got it. Now you're wise. Now I'm full of wisdom and everything. Run with it. There's something about observation, about work put into studying God's creation and everything around you that brings wisdom. All right, cool. And Solomon highlights that in Ecclesiastes 1 verse 13. I learned this from a discussion with a friend, Sean. And now, um, when it comes to the same subject of wisdom and observing the environment, the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about obscurity is something like a butterfly or a caterpillar. Mm-hmm. It grows in a cocoon. Okay, it's okay. closed up for some time and it stays in there growing, having a life of its own. It's a larva and it goes through all of those multiple different stages yeah. before it's ready to come out and become whatever it's going to be first, a caterpillar and mm-hmm. goes through all of those changes. After some time, that process then leads to it becoming a butterfly. Okay. But it's necessary that in this little thing's growth, in the beginning, it must be kept in obscurity. Okay. I'll divert to a different thought. I'll be biased towards medicine. And why a child. is that? Oh, because like I am... Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, a child in the beginning has to be kept in obscurity okay. for nine months. There is something about that preparatory process that occurs within an enclosed environment in a mother's womb uh-huh. that prepares this child okay. for living outside that uterus. 
Okay. If you temper with that process, you get a child who's born prematurely. Mm-hmm. The adjustment to this new environment is much, much harder. If they delay even longer, challenge is still there. Okay. You have complications with children who stay too long within that environment. So even in that, obscurity is not meant to be just this thing where you know you just decide, okay, no, as Jesus, let me stay in the wilderness for forty years or fifty years of inactivity, and yeah, then I'm going to come out. <laughs> there is a right time. There's a lesson right, cool. in that. There's a right time for certain things to happen. If they do not happen at that right time, which for me is God's dictated time. Okay. Then they may lose out on part of the mission that God okay. had intended. So obscurity for them. should relate to timing. Obscurity should relate to timing; otherwise, it ceases to even be obscurity. All right, and then it just becomes one of that sport of a pastime. Yeah, you know, sometimes you do not need to remain obscured forever. Uh-huh. You may not need thirty years of obscurity. Uh-huh. I mean, when was Joseph sold? When did Daniel have his experiences where he's now thrown into Babylon? It's not that you must wait 30 years. It's not that you must be 7 years. You must not be like Jacob where you now you decide, okay, no, 14 years is what I'm going to do or 7 years. Whatever it is, it's God who dictates the time, but we must be able to listen. Okay, okay. Because that's when that obscurity is going to have value. Okay. Now, that obscurity is preparation. Okay. You know, we were talking in the last podcast, you know, talking about how um, basically for you to rise high, you need to dig deep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is the element of digging for certain things must come in that process of obscurity. Okay, okay. When you are isolated is when you begin to build. When you are isolated from everything around you. In fact, if you think about it, most of the people who God met uh-huh. in the Bible, yeah. Think about Moses. When Moses is met in the wilderness by mm-hmm. the burning bush, who was he with? alone yeah the animals were very far away i mean but but he was alone yeah he was on his own when uh mary is spoken to for the first time okay she is on her own um abraham when he's spoken to by jesus alone moses on the mountaintop alone most people who have had encounters with god Mm -hmm. have had them in obscurity okay so you're saying um this whole notion of obscurity points out to uh, the reality of God being a personal God. Very. Like, he's re- he's like yes, he loves, he's like, you know, John 3 16 for God so love the world. Yeah, he everyone. gave his only big that whosoever, but before that, whosoever is specific to a, a single individual. Like, when yeah. you look at the book of, uh, of John, mm. it has a lot of those expressions where God through Christ or God Christ has one to one encounters mm-hmm. with different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, where an example, Nicodemus, mm-hmm. just one to one, and then John chapter three, chapter four, you find the woman at the well, mm-hmm. and chapter exactly. five, the the man at the pool of Bethesda, chapter six, I forgot, mm-hmm. and chapter nine, chapter nine, yeah, the guy who was born blind, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Exactly. So it's he really is invested in those personal obscure times where it's just you and him, exactly. like he believes in. It's like oh yeah, one of God's love languages is quality time. It appears. Those like us who are godly have the, <laughs> the love language of quality time. All right, the no. rest of your ungodly people. No, because I, 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 I kind of, yeah. I, I love quality time. How dare you call me ungodly? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you are, yeah. Please, I just uh, interrupted. It was, it was a good interruption. It was a good interruption. I think it brings out the point pretty well. Uh, obscurity has purpose. Yeah. It's not a purposeless event and there's something about meeting God and learning a bit more about who you are that occurs in obscurity Mm -hmm. and 
it's something that cannot be overemphasized. I'll always say Christ is our example. And if he did it, for him to go out during the day and go perform all of these miracles, he'll, person after person after person, he had to have this connection with God, which was constant, mm-hmm. but which was also fed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's, there's somebody who says, feed what feeds you. Okay, okay. You see, when those of us who eat meat... Yeah, those of you. Yes, those of us meat eaters. <laughs> Eat meaters. <laughs> if you do not feed the cow that feeds you, you will not be fed. Touche, touche. If D does not water the flowers outside you, <laughs> feed him. That feed him. Okay. He will not be fed. Okay. Cool. So every process that adds to our feeding or that feeds us, that adds value to us, must be fed. Okay. So Jesus takes time to feed himself. Okay, okay. On the Father who feeds him. Okay. What must I do as a person who's trying to grow in Jesus? Okay. Who's learning from his example? Uh-huh. I am going to try and feed what feeds me. I will try and pray. I will take myself out of the hustle and bustle of this world okay. and put deliberate time in obscurity to help me discover who God is, to help me have that single one on one encounter with God, to help me. Let God teach me who I am. Okay. And also, like, you know, God will lead me to somebody. Like, he <laughs> kind of has already. Okay, but say, so that, oh, uh, yeah, testimony <laughs> time, hello. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Okay, it, cool. I, I love that. I love that. So, there's beauty in, 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 in the whole obscurity concept. There is, there is. And God put it as part of his design even when it comes to us preserving ourselves in different ways for relationships and the like Mm -hmm. there is a blessing that comes in us remaining obscure to a certain extent i'm sure we know exactly what i'm Mm -hmm. talking about there's certain things that must be opened up only at a certain time lest we tamper with blessings that god has provided Mm -hmm. but see the reality is with most of us We've tampered with obscurity in many ways. Okay. We live in a very fast world. I, I always say that in different ways. But we live in a fast world. So all of these things that must have taken longer come much quicker. I mean, uh, chickens that we eat are grown in weeks when it should take months. Like, you know, every everything comes with fast food. There's okay. super fast cars. There's so much that goes on so quickly that we've put a low value on obscurity. And because of that, we miss out on many of the blessings that are there. Mm -hmm. But by all of this, I'm not saying if we've rushed into certain things, it means we will never have the blessing from it. The good part with dealing with God is God recreates. And when you go back to the story of obscurity, man, too much, (laughs) too much for me too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, you see the good part, we're talking about birth, normal birth, being obscurity, and then revelation mm-hmm. to the world around. God ah, brings rebirth. Yeah, I like that. So it doesn't really matter where you've been. It doesn't really matter what's happened. It doesn't really matter whether you've been in obscurity, but without purpose, mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. you've abstained from obscurity. Yeah. God can still take you back through that process. Right, cool restart this birth process keep you in obscurity even though you may be in a public place Uh and make you come out to this world and be like salt like mad mad salt you see i always understood (laughs) the story of uh when god says you're the salt of the world i always understood it as being 
Um, yeah, you know, the way you put salt in food and yeah, you right. add you add taste to it. Yeah. You add taste to the world. You add a certain flavor. And it's true. We are supposed to add this certain flavor. But if, if you remain in obscurity and you come out at the right time, God basically unleashes you on the world. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's aggressive. The birth process itself is, is not an easy process. There's screaming. There's... Everything is crazy. It's it's uh, it's an unleashing of a child onto the world. Yo, that's okay, that's, okay, that's okay. what happens even when it comes to the salt thing. We heard this from 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 Pastor from Pastor Yamba from Elder Yamba, sorry, where he was talking about how salt uh, affects monkeys. Oh, okay, I remember. You you remember that story? In it's the, in the in the Kalahari. Yeah, in the uh, Kalahari. Tell the story, right, then so, I'm going to bring so up the, the lesson. Kal- in the Kalahari, there, there, there's a group of uh, these people. Okay, they're pretty much bushmen. Um, mm. When when they when they are thirsty and they, when they need to drink, so they get um, blocks of salt mm. and bait the monkeys. Yeah, because the monkeys know where the water is. So they know where the water is. Yeah. So when they bait the monkeys with that kind of stuff, in fact, before they do that, they dig up a hole and pre- put some stuff in there. Pretend to put stuff in there. So it, they know the size because when the monkey goes in and grabs the stuff in there, mm-hmm. it will make a, 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 a feast. Mm-hmm. And then that feast will not be enough to come out because mm-hmm. that hole is just as big as a hand eats yeah. without making the feast. So when yeah. it makes the feast, it will not re- let go of that because it's a monkey. It's, yeah. it's, it's got <laughs> monkey brain. It's okay. Yeah, you just had to say <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> so, yeah. so it doesn't let go until. It, 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 it gets in a panic panic state and then the guy who baited it come and pick it up and then when they when they grab it that's when it lets go because mm-hmm. oh stuff just got real mm-hmm. so and then they tie it up and then they they give it that salt and mm-hmm. as soon as it binges on the salt like big time yeah. binges on the salt big time because the salt is like super nice and then afterwards it has to pay the piper mm-hmm. it's thirsty so it doesn't now regards like okay now i don't care who knows where the water source is all i want is here now I'm thirsty, I'm gonna drink, forget about the plan we had, I ain't gonna close up, have this secret thing about where the water supply is. Whoever is gonna follow, that's your your deal. So when when the monkeys let go, it rushes straight to the, 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 the water source and the bushmen know exactly where to find the water. And that is a brilliant, brilliant story. It's because you see, remember we're talking about unleashing a child onto the world after the birth birth process, sorry, which comes after obscurity. Mm-hmm. So, the water is away. It's what the monkey desires. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens with humans, us Christians who are supposed to be the salt, is when other people who have not tasted of this Christianity come and lick, 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 lick. Mm-hmm. You know, they have encounters with us and with the gospel. It must unleash in them a desire to be fed. <laughs> A desire Yo, to drink. Now you're dissing me, man. No, you you, you, you like see that. the way it is. But you see that only that only comes up if we've done well, our homework. Reason I don't feel like I'm sore anymore. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how I felt when I listened to this story. Because wow. it's not merely to add flavor and everybody's oh, oh wow, look at those Christians. That is nice. But you're supposed to be a person. I'm supposed to be a person that creates that desire, which cannot be quenched, but from drinking from the living waters. Oh, wow. Like that is it. Please don't snap. I can't help it. Yeah, and that's the only that can only happen when we've been in obscurity, right. when we've really met God one on one. 
that's the necessity of it but for me the beauty out of all of this thing is that can still happen it doesn't matter if it's not happened in my life before it can still happen as long as i allow myself to have some obscure time with god daily let him take me through that birth process and one day unleash so me you on you you also give out your 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 your, your closing remarks yeah <laughs> go, go hard or go home <laughs> you know i'm going to use that because it was a beautiful thing go hard or go home there is no i use this saying that i heard from a movie that i watched some time back right, cool. so it says time. everything worth doing is worth overdoing okay. it's uh, can be used for foolishness but generally it is a good saying <laughs> it's like yeah use it as a tool for good <laughs> exactly <No. laughs> exactly so if this christian life is worth walking mm-hmm. walk it hard don't take it easy use god's method that's the only method that is going to work for success in any line so it doesn't matter what you're doing it doesn't matter what you've done it doesn't matter where you've been mm-hmm. what matters is where you're going and who's going to go with you so we should spend time in obscurity with our maker wow it's pretty much it man Ooh, okay so we've heard it for our stay all the beauty of obscurity yeah. according to aka what's your name again <laughs> sorry Juju. It's Juju. Yeah, Juju in the building. So, thank you very much everybody who took the time to listen in and my hope is that you found uh this discussion as much of a blessing as it's been for me and I I I, I speak for both of us. Yeah, it's been uh, good. Yeah, for this thing has been edifying and it's really moved me from a particular place and desiring something noble, something higher. And you know, mm. and now value the the beauty of being a hermit. You know, it's, it's not Don't be that. like me, man. Like, yeah, I get you. But yeah, there's this beauty in being a hermit. So, I'll try this. Thank you very much for the recommendation. Yo, and for yeah, for all that insight and for me and Juju it's peace out. All right, thanks, yo. Shop. <laughs>